0: Roads and quite a lot of cars, come to think of it, and one motorbike, are going to feature heavily in the book, as well as ferries, trains and aircraft and any other forms of transport I can find which can be shackled into the narrative if there's even the least semblance of an excuse for it. This is a search for the perfect dram, undertaken in the full knowledge that such a thing probably doesn't exist. That doesn't matter. It's a quest and any quest is at least partly its own point and besides you never know this book will inevitably be about me my family and my friends too especially those friends who have been persuaded with you may not be surprised to learn no great deal of body part manipulation involved to take part in this project as a natural result old adventures several of them involving no illegal activity whatsoever and ancient anecdotes of dubious and disputed authenticity will be ruthlessly exhumed, exposed, exaggerated, and exploited. This, let's face it, is a book about one of the hardest of hard liquors. And for all this, let's be mature. I just drink it for the taste, not the effect honest. Two units a day only stuff. It is basically a legal, exclusive, relatively expensive but very pleasant way of getting out of your head. And talking about being out of our heads, this book can't help being about the war. You know the one, the Iraq War, Gulf War II. This time it's personal. My travels are starting just as the war begins, which makes it kind of hard to ignore. And anyway, what's happening around me as I make my way across Scotland visiting distilleries has to have some bearing on matters. I don't intend to ignore the people or the places or the scenery or the weather around me as I make these journeys, and I can't ignore the political environment either, both at home and abroad. This is not as peripheral as it might sound in a book about whisky. The stuff, certainly as we know it, has always been up to its pretty little bottleneck in politics. So, that ending at the beginning. Yesterday morning, on what was officially the first day of spring, my wife and I cut our passports in half and sent the remains to Mr Blair's office in Downing Street. 1. These Drugs of Subtle Virtue Hiya, Banksy. Written any good books lately? Not if you believe certain critics, but I'm going to be writing one about whiskey. A book about whisky? Yeah, malt whisky. You're kidding. Not as such. This mean you're going to have to do the R word. The R word? Oh, research. Yeah, basically, going to have to drive round Scotland or, well, be driven round Scotland, take trains, ferries, planes and such, go to distilleries, taste whiskies, that sort of... And they're going to pay you for this? They've already started. Right, I see. Do you need a hand? Friday, the 21st of March 2003. It's a good three ferry day. It starts kind of weirdly. I get up very early and print up a load of A4 posters with your standard anti war slogans No blood for oil, not in my name, and Tony Blyer. My personal favourite, though probably not really all that effective. While those are printing, I watch the breakfast news coverage of our bouncing day-old war. I plaster the posters across the Land Rover. One in a transparent sleeve taped across the spare wheel on the rear door, six on the side windows. There's even one in the sunroof, though I think I must have been getting a bit carried away by this stage. The only people ever likely to see that one are passing helicopter pilots and people who happen to be walking over motorway bridges as I drive below. After I've taken the scissors to our passports, I compose a brief covering letter, send an email explaining why we're doing what we're doing to the Guardian's letters page, and head into Inverkeithing to send the passport's remains via registered mail to 10 Downing Street. I come home and say goodbye to Anne. I'll be away almost a week on Isla. After that, though I'm supposed to be making for the west coast, I head into central Edinburgh and drive around for a bit, trying to show off my posters along Queen's Ferry Road, Charlotte Square and George Street, before crossing Princess Street and going up the mound past the temporary...